This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Hello, I'm Charlotte Kent, Editor-in-Chief of CDC's Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. Thanks for joining me for MMWR's weekly briefing for the week of October 17th. In this week's episode, I'll discuss findings from seven MMWR reports ranging on topics from monkeypox virus infection of the eye to influenza and COVID-19 vaccination coverage among healthcare workers. I'll also discuss a new report that sheds light on the waning immunity from the COVID-19 vaccines and thus why it is important to get the bivalent booster. The first three reports highlight the progress that's been made towards improving access to the monkeypox vaccine for those who are most affected. Gay, bisexual, and other men who have sex with men, particularly black men, have been disproportionately affected by the current monkeypox outbreak in the United States. To date, more than 27,000 cases have been reported across all 50 states, the District of Columbia, and Puerto Rico. The first report describes Genio's vaccine administration and completion of the two-dose series. During the first five months of vaccine distribution, more than 900,000 doses of the vaccine were administered. Approximately 628,000 people received at least one dose. Among them, 92% were male and 65% were between 25 to 49. Additionally, among people who received at least one dose, 51% were white, 23% were Hispanic, 13% were Black, and 8% were Asian. Black and Hispanic or Latino men who have sex with men are disproportionately affected by monkeypox, yet have lower rates of vaccination. The second and third reports describe efforts to increase vaccinations, especially among Black men. These vaccination efforts targeted multi-day festivals in Louisiana and Georgia that cater to the LGBTQ community. State health departments enhanced and leveraged existing partnerships with local health departments, community-based organizations, and healthcare providers. Together, they hosted vaccination events before and during the festivals in community venues where gay, bisexual, and other men who have sex with men would feel comfortable seeking vaccination, such as gay bars and clubs with primarily Black patrons. Before and during Louisiana's Southern Decadence Festival, nearly 7,000 doses of the Genios vaccine were administered at public and private health clinics and community vaccination events. Among those who received the vaccine, 85% were male, 52% 30 to 49, and 23% were Black. Before and during a Black Gay Pride Festival in Atlanta, more than 4,200 Genios vaccine doses were administered at mass vaccination events, health department clinics, and mobile community pop-up events. Among vaccine recipients, 93% were male, 55% were 30 to 49, and 48% were Black. Monitoring and addressing disparities in vaccine administration can ensure populations most affected are protected. CDC's Monkeypox Vaccine Equity Pilot Program seeks to address these disparities by implementing and evaluating strategies to reach populations disproportionately affected by the monkeypox outbreak. Working with community partners to hold vaccination events can help make vaccines easier to access for people who are most affected. 
The next report looks at monkeypox virus infection of the eye. Monkeypox lesions can affect sensitive parts of the body, including the eyes. When monkeypox spreads to the eyes, it's called ocular monkeypox. Although rare, ocular monkeypox is a condition that can cause potentially serious eye complications like vision loss. This report describes five patients who got ocular monkeypox during July through September 2022. All patients experienced prolonged illness, four were hospitalized, and one experienced vision loss. All five patients received treatment with ticoviramat and four received trifluoridine eye drops. People who think they might have monkeypox or have been diagnosed with monkeypox should wash their hands frequently, avoid touching their eyes, and visit a healthcare provider immediately if they experience any eye symptoms. These include pink eye, eye pain, redness, swelling, or vision changes, or monkeypox lesions near the eyes. Early recognition and intervention, including urgent evaluation and prompt treatment, are important to prevent complications. The fifth report examines a case of monkeypox in a healthcare provider resulting from an occupational needle stick injury. In July 2022, a Florida County Health Department received notification of an emergency department nurse who was exposed to monkeypox virus through a needle stick injury. The needle stick occurred while attempting to recap the used needle before disposal. It caused a break in the skin on the index finger through the nurse's gloved hand. CDC advises against unroofing or aspirating monkeypox lesions with sharp instruments, such as needles, because of the risk for injuries. When obtaining lesion swabs, vigorous swabbing of the outer surface of a lesion yields enough viral material to confidently confirm an orthopox virus diagnosis. With routine adherence to standard infection control practices, the overall risk of acquiring monkeypox among U.S. healthcare workers appears to be low. The sixth report examines influenza and COVID-19 vaccination coverage among healthcare workers. CDC recommends that all healthcare workers receive an annual flu vaccine to prevent illness and death among these workers and their patients. For this report, CDC conducted an internet panel survey of more than 3,600 U.S. healthcare workers to estimate flu vaccination coverage during the 2021 to 2022 flu season, as well as COVID-19 vaccination coverage. Results showed nearly 80% of U.S. healthcare workers received a flu vaccine, and more than 87% reported having completed the primary COVID-19 vaccination series. In addition, 67% of U.S. healthcare workers reported receiving a booster dose. Flu and COVID-19 vaccination coverage was lowest among assistants and aides, those working in long-term care, home healthcare settings, and healthcare workers whose employers didn't require or recommend the vaccines. Implementing workplace strategies to improve vaccination coverage among healthcare workers, particularly those working in long-term care and home healthcare settings, can help ensure that workers and their patients are protected against severe flu and COVID-19. The last report looks at vaccine effectiveness of the original monovalent COVID-19 vaccine against COVID-19-associated hospitalization during Omicron. 
This report assessed the effectiveness of the second, third, and fourth doses of the original COVID-19 vaccines compared with no vaccination. Among adults 18 years and older with healthy immune systems, three doses of a COVID-19 vaccine were 69% effective against hospitalization during the BA.1 slash BA.2 period, but declined to 31% during the BA.4 slash BA.5 period. Additionally, protection against hospitalization during the BA.4 slash BA.5 period after the third dose of vaccine decreased from 60% to 29% after four months. This indicates waning immunity with time seems to be driving lower protection during the BA.4 slash BA.5 period. The good news is that there's an updated bivalent COVID-19 booster which also targets the Omicron BA.4 slash BA.5 strain. As winter months approach, it's important to make sure you're up to date on your COVID-19 vaccines, including the bivalent booster. If you have a weakened immune system, you may need to take additional prevention steps. Wear a well-fitted mask or respirator. Avoid poorly ventilated or crowded settings. Wash your hands often with soap and water and ask your healthcare provider about available treatments, including oral antivirals and monoclonal antibodies. Thank you for joining us for this week's briefing. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. To stay up to date on the latest MMWR reports, go to cdc.gov MMWR and subscribe for free to have MMWR delivered to your inbox. Stay safe and stay well. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.